Episode 8, coming off a of bye week. <laughs> Rest enough. <laughs> Somehow I got injured on the bye week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later on. Puffy's wounded. Um, it's the bad news today. Lester has been fired. Yep. Uh, we, he'd survived seven episodes this year. Um, but it's probably his longest run. Yeah. And it was a good run. But uh, Lester's gone. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> By lack of popular demand, absolutely no one Twitter asked demand. for him back. Was there a Twitter groundswell about this? <laughs> it was. Yeah. I put out a poll. It's Bump, seven everybody. people asked Everyone's for favorite. Bump. I am Bump. From the Bump and Run podcast, uh, TSN's very popular golf podcast, it's Bump. <laughs> He, uh, you might remember him, he was on a couple, he was on our, probably our master's podcast was one of the most popular ever for some reason, because it was a debacle. There was a lot of uh, beverages. But, but Bump takes what a lot of credit for that. What you say as debacle, I say as greatness. I should say that Bump is wearing, <laughs> today. <laughs> he's come in uniform. He's wearing the um, caddy bib that he wore for me uh, at the Canadian Open Pro-Am when Bump was my caddy. Was there a lot of conversation? Like, did he just, did he just hand you the club, or were you taking advice from him with your game? <laughs> Bump, I don't know. Like, what, what do you say? I think it was um, half and half. Yeah. Most of the time, you just took a club. Most of the time, you just gave up on me. Yeah, but no, he was good. He, I'll I'll give him credit. He was like, did he save you strokes? Yeah, like on the last, he would. Uh, it is kind of good to have a guy to say, okay, should I go to for this? Carry your yeah. <laughs> well, carry. <laughs> That's great. I couldn't get a Caesar. Do you wear on that the fifth hole? Do you wear that out at all? By the way, I do. I wear it. Uh, it says Duffy on the back. It says Duffy on the back. I'd be a good Halloween costume. I walk around that. Baden, Ontario, people, with this caddy bib. On. Is that where you live? Yes. Where the hell is that? It's outside of Kitchener. Yeah. Baden. Yeah. That doesn't even it's exist. A hotbed. Yeah. Heavy Greek population. There's no Greeks. <laughs> no, there's probably some Greeks. No, but on the last hole we needed a birdie, or the second last hole. No, we needed to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You guys are really talking. You guys so are. Hang on. You guys are talking like Jordan Spieth we and his caddy. So we, we were. The last we, few, we, we right. had a stretch on the back nine that was pretty. Awful. We we need to go five under over the last three, three holes. holes. Yeah, we need to go. Now hold is, on. Were you both no, taking you, shots? No, this or is, is a gr- this is a group. No, Don't be. It's a it's a it's oh. a scramble. Yeah. and we had Ollie Schneiderjens, a PGA Tour pro, with us. He was awesome. But we still had to go five under over three holes, which is hard. That is tough. And so... We did it eagle, because 16's par 5 yeah. at, at the Abbey, 17's the short par 4, right. and 18's a par 5. And it was five. 16 where we needed me to birdie, you need, yeah, you which would, to been, would have been a net eagle. Right. Right? And what did you... gave me good advice at one point. Yeah, I can't because, remember what it was. So he hit his drive way right. It wasn't that far right. It was pretty right. There were some tents. But, I, <laughs> oh, then he, but then your recovery shot was perfect. Fantastic. Up to about a wedge. Yeah, it was about 60 a, yards. 60 boat. yards. And so he had a hole Abbey, Oh, no, you had to birdie to get No, eagle. he had to birdie, so he just needed to get up and down for birdie and net right. eagle. Right. And I said, he, you were nervous about it because you, did, you didn't really? like, he didn't like those Big little 60-yard shots. We were, in, we were in the hunt to win the thing. Yeah. How did you know you were in the hunt? Like, did they, they have the scoreboards? They had electronic scoreboards yeah, they had scoreboards. up there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. your name on the scoreboard? Well, no, I think I said the Schneidergens group. Yeah, or whatever. Schneidergens. Yeah. But we, we needed to get to 15 under, we thought. Right. And so we had a six... The way it had at Glen Abbey, you got a it's a raised green and it's kind of tiered. Very difficult. It's it's hard. Probably harder than anything on tour. So I really? did I almost t- impossible to get up and down. From I there. said to him, I said you just got to get it up, get it up on the front, and it'll run right to the hole. 
Good advice and from it did. caddy. And it did. He ran two boat away at 8, 10 feet? Probably 10 feet by. Yeah. Slippery downhiller. Did you hit the putt? He made the putt. Of course he did. Fist pump. I walked it in. Who, uh, so Ollie's caddy read that putt for him. Oh, nice. Yeah, was and, so uh, were you like That was the highlight. So that was, that, he needed that because- Most of the time he was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that was on Talking the phone about line. his football, his stupid football show he produced. We needed, we needed that eagle. Which oh. I am on. Did you make weekend. the cut? We won. We were, we were well, third. We came tied. We finished third. third. We finished one stroke back. Remember the celebration on the last hole? Oh, it was on the uh, So Ollie made birdie on 17. And, and made, then him and Cal Clutterbuck had two looks at- Eagle. But like sixty feet. Yeah, they were, and Ollie made his right. a sixty footer. <laughs> yeah, should have saved it for Thursday. I did. Me and Ollie did the Jordan Spieth and his caddy uh, chest bump. Did you? Well, before the Jordan Spieth did it, no. like we invented it, and they so probably we thought we had tied it. for the lead. Then we get right. into the clubhouse, and we realized we were two shots back. Oh. Anyway, Fun day by everyone. Sure. Good day. I didn't get a Caesar on the fifth hole though. So uh, Bump is here. Lester's not been fired. He'll be back. Lester's on tour with uh, Elton Run. Not with the bandwagon he's boys. In, he's in North Bay. Not not with the bandwagon boys. Grave diggers, grave diggers, um, boogerheads. Um, so Lester will be back uh, next week. Idrinkcoffee.com, of course, is our sponsor uh, for. I don't think I'm going to do a dream segment this week. I had a bit of a messed up one last night, but yeah, I've been drinking your red wine. <laughs> yeah, I did a we little. Know we need. I indulged a little on the weekend, but hey, Cheryl, let's open up a bottle of red. It got a little too. I don't want to say too weird because this podcast is for weird. But there was, there was some violence in there that I didn't want to share with you. Oh, wow. But Slavic, our buddy from I Drink Cocktail, Puffy finally yep, met him. Yeah, we met him. It was great. We were at the TFC game on the weekend. I saw your picture on Yeah, and Slavic and his daughter podcast. were there, so we hung out a little before uh, Puffy fell down the stairs, which yep. we'll get into a little bit later on. <laughs> uh, fandom, of course, also with us. We'll get to our fandom segment a little bit later on as well. And, of course, uh, we're also sponsored by Cabot Links. The uh, golf course that doesn't sponsor us, but I keep plugging them. I got incredibly excited there for a second. <laughs> I know. I was I'm like, like when did that? Did sponsor? You've no, already I, played it, though. What it, you don't I, need it. I, want to play it I just like year. going back every year. That's just the way it is. Oh, Lester, I forgot to say, um, we had uh, a poll last week. Yeah. Because we've started to do stuff that we never do. Yeah, it's great. So I've actually started to follow up on things we talk about from the podcast and... Uh, after um, we introduced, Stoff introduced last week, uh, the other version of Hello from the Mother Goose Playhouse or whatever. We Which did is it. fantastic. <laughs> really is good. This, I got it on repeat. This is way better. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, 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 hi. Hello. It's very hello. catchy. Yeah, she's fantastic. I had a couple of fathers. Is that actually Mother hello, Goose? Hello. Hello. Uh, that's great. <laughs> a couple of fathers wrote me on Twitter and said that that uh, Mother Goose Playhouse is very quality, really? time-killing entertainment for children. You oh, need yeah. to stick any of your nine kids that Bump has in front of yeah. a television for a while. I added Lionel Richie's hello uh, as well to the oh, Twitter that's poll. that's unfair. That's a professional. Hello. <laughs> that's but the, res- the results are in. And... <laughs> Uh, 13% of the vote, Lionel Richie. Whoa. 30% of the vote, Mother Goose Playhouse. Hello. Shocking, really. Hello, that is. Hello, hello. I, that's what I voted for. Although one out of you voted, you voted for the Mother Goose <laughs> yeah, Playhouse I voted over too. Lester? It's a fantastic I, I voted version. For, I voted for Do you Lester. think she was high, high, high when she wrote it? <laughs> Definitely. I think all those kids entertainers... Like those, you have I think to. back in the '60s, those wiggles, to, right? those wiggles oh, guys wiggles, do—they do the coke lines off each other's no asses chance. before every yes, show. They do. 
Those are one hundred percent. They are rich, though. Those so rich. Uh, have they Damn. changed? Have they like changed? Have they? They have changed the Wiggles. Yes. Yeah. Really? They, I think half the Wiggles are. It's not the same four. Oh, <laughs> they've they've got some turnover. Wiggle turnover. Is there fighting? Like, would they like break fighting? up? You I know, bet like, you they hate like each one other. direction. Uh, would yeah. you not hate each other if you had to do that? Do you think there's jealousy? Like, they get in with their agents. Like yeah. the blue guy got way more. F- on this meat than me. I'm the yellow guy. <laughs> it's, That's a damn I, good I, accent. I, I, now, my kids never got in the Wiggles. Me neither. Is, is there actually a blue and a yellow guy? Or yeah. yeah. Blue, yellow, so. red, orange? Uh, green? It's kind of like, so tele- like Teletubbies. There's a girl right? Wiggle now. Yeah. Is there? Those people who did Teletubbies were high as hell. Yeah. They those are, to, yeah those nothing are. Like, how do you not thing. do that? Hammered. And then the Blues Clues guy. Uh, I never got one. Well, my kids never watched Blues Clues. So they traded guys. a bear? No, the the no, it was, it was a guy and then an animated dog. It was really stupid <laughs> yeah, though, because sure. here's the thing about when you're I, I'm far removed from this, but I still remember it all vividly. You end up watching the shows with your kids, and you're stuck, yes, watching them endlessly. Yeah, and you end up thinking that the shows are aimed at you. So on Blue's Clues, there'd be a little paw that represented the clue on the screen, and like, can you see the clue? We gotta find a paw print. That's the first clue. And they'd be like, yes, you idiot! It's right freaking there. How could you not see the clue? Um, but anyway, that guy was on Blue's Clues, and then he, I guess, he got either written off the show or he left. And then he was a serial killer on I don't know Criminal Minds or Law and Order, and it was so weird That's to like, see uh, this guy you'd watch daytime. What was, uh, my kids watched uh, Elmo. And they had Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. So he he's actually a Mr. Fan. Noodle? That was the guy's name on Elmo's World. Let's ask Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle was a guy. He, was he made of, like, he was did he a, mime a noodle? Thing, a kind of vaudeville mime thing. He was a serial killer on Criminal Minds afterwards. Maybe and me and my wife the... were watching. There's Mr. Noodle. That sounds like a porn, my... porn name. Yeah. That's what his name was. I'll Google it right now. Did you ever watch the, uh, what was Mr. the other one? Baby Noodle. Einstein when you had the baby? Oh, yes. Those are horrible. No, they're actually I don't quite think brilliant. I, yeah, the I don't think I watched them. I just know, yeah, see, I could look, hear right them there. while I slept when my child watched them. So I can remember specifically a time where I had Mr. the baby. Mr. Noodle has his own <laughs> Wikipedia page, by the way, everyone. <laughs> I had the baby Einstein. You want to read a bit for me? Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, on Elmo's World segments. It's actor Bill Irwin, who's yeah. been on, he's actually been on other stuff. Criminal um, Minds. He was in Sesame Street, Elmo's World, and short films for the program. And he would just do mime stuff. Really? Yeah. Are you going to hijack this entire podcast? Pretty much. Uh, this is, is what I do. a guest appearance that you what make once a year? That's <laughs> what I do. Um, oh, so Baby Einstein. One time, uh, I distinctly remember this. I put it on, and then, I don't know, my, my, my baby went to sleep, or my wife took my baby. Yeah. And 45 minutes later, I was in front of the TV still watching Baby Einstein. It's hypnotizing. <laughs> That stuff is great. <laughs> you had to have been out sleeping on your feet. No, I was just watching it. I was just like, wow, this is, watch those little balls roll through that little machine. It's freaking fantastic. Uh, we had another poll this week uh, in regards to uh, the, besides Bump, the favorite part-time character on the podcast, who is Emilio. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Rod Smith Baby's personal Was attendant. I on that pod or uh, poll? No, it wasn't about you. <laughs> it was about what should happen to, to Emilio. Emilio. And there were three possible answers we gave. Remain as Rod's loyal sidekick. Yes, Mr. Roddy. Have his own podcast take off and become a star. Welcome to Emilio, Rod Smith, baby inside the podcast. Which was my, blow, blow my choice. Or be killed off. And um, You didn't I pick killing, Puff? No, I, liked, I wanted him to have his own podcast. That was the least of the votes, 22%. Ah. 
33% wanted him killed off. Of course she did. So one in three listeners want, want Emilio to die in some horrific accident. So that's what, seven? But four, seven people whoa, voted for that? 45% uh, wanted him to remain his loyal sidekick. So, uh, you know, okay, we, so we, people are enjoying him. We, we listen to our listeners, but not necessarily. We make our own decisions. Yes. So let's see if he survived in the Rod Smith recap. On episode 7, just in time for Halloween, Duffy claims he has a monster living in his ceiling. Great t-shirt, it's a Black Panther. But it's really a kangaroo, maybe a coyote. Things got tense as the boys accused Lester of plagiarizing his hit song, Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. Yes, yeah, I think oh. strikingly similar. Duffy's latest dream had several celebrity cameos. Dregs is there dressed as Batman. Batman. Elliot Friedman is a cowboy with a fake horse. Steve Simmons. This is it, cowboy. And one true hero. Just stay down. I got this. James, I got this. I told you to stay down. TSN star and Olympic gold medalist Tessa Bonham revealed her entire 2010 Olympic hockey team apparently had a nicotine addiction. Smoking the cigarettes on, on ice was, uh, cigars, sorry. And Tessa and Duffy shared their love for Canadian actors named Ryan. Well, Ryan Reynolds is up there. Okay. Oh, I'd marry Reynolds, <laughs> but I'd make out with Gosling. Yeah. Hey, trust Roddy from experience. You can't go wrong with either. Now, speaking of Ryan's, I had to hire a temp to be my personal attendant this week after Emilio went AWOL again. Ryan, grab the grapeseed oil. It's massage time. Just stay down. I got this. Let me grab that, Ryan. I told you to stay down. Wow, you are good. Pass it over. Hello? Ciao, Mr. Smith, baby. Let me guess, Emilio. More days off in lieu? Yes, Mr. Smith, baby. Taking seven. Have 93 left this fiscal year. Guess what? Just like you, my idol, Rod Baby, I am with Kate Upton. We are in Italy on honeymoon with Justin Verlander. Right, heard about that. Katie told me she'd do it to get even after Roddy dumped her, poor girl. But what the hell are you doing there? Mr. Justin Verlander heard my podcast, asked me to come party like World Series champion at their wedding in Italy. Hey, Verly! Tell my boss, Mr. Rod Baby, what it's like to party with Emilio. When I when I decided to say yes, these are the moments that you envision. See, Rod Baby, I make you proud. See you next Thursday. Well, can't hate a guy for living like Roddy. Well, I should probably get up and wipe off this oil and go invoice for something. Just stay down. I got this. Hmm, Roddy liked this Ryan guy. Assertive, yet tender. Till next time, kids. Uh, Roddy. Rashad is assertive and tender. <laughs> he really is. Uh, well, I felt like Rashad, you know, after uh, making that brief cameo where he didn't really do anything in my dream, he's become, oh. maybe I, we have to do another poll now, who should be Rod's full-time attendant, Emilio? Ryan Rashad or Emilio. I told you to stay down. <laughs> How about Kate Upton getting married, eh? I know. I came. I didn't see that coming. I know. Do you feel always really? World Series? Everyone was getting married. Are you like the typical guy where the, the really hot model gets married and there's a bit of sadness in you, <laughs> even though you would never meet her or have a shot? You kind of go, "Damn, Damn man, there's one that's never way. that's never going to happen now." <laughs> uh, good, good on them. Yeah, ha- yeah. happiness yeah, for. Uh, what a week! Hey, eh? World Series, you get married, and what's that other dude? What about the guy that got engaged? 
Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa, yeah. Daniela Rodriguez, you make me the happiest man in the world. Will you marry me? I don't know. I might have waited for a few more. There's a better proposal than the guy that that the one uh, that happened in that Oklahoma Boise State game. Oh, because that was crazy. That was right after they got, like, that was a crazy game, right? And had the great finish. Yeah, they had the great finish. And Chris Myers from Fox screwed it up. Yeah. Oh, he screwed up the proposal yeah. because he said, I He think, said, I think you're going to propose to him. <laughs> That's right, he did. Because <laughs> we were playing to win, not to lose. All right, I know you're going to propose to your girlfriend. Congratulations. Hey. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Tommy, he's going to really do this. <laughs> oh, we have a surprise. Your boyfriend's about to propose to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Fiesta Bowl. Here's think. the problem. Yeah, it was the festival. If you break up, which. More than fifty percent of marriages do for sure. And if you add in, so like one joy. of those two marriages, if you add in professional athlete marriages, it's probably ninety five percent, seventy five percent. And then you, if you stretch it to the engagements that don't make it to marriage, you're probably yeah. up to about ninety seven point two percent. Especially for young guys. I mean. So now you're going to think back about the greatest night of your life. Yeah. And oh yeah, but that happened like right after. Yeah, he better mm-hmm. be in it for the long haul. I mean, I love it. I, I mean, the romantic in me loves it, but... Do you think that's actually romantic, though? Eh, kind of. See, I think most women would say that's, like, the worst place they'd want to get proposed. He has a lot she of money, seemed pretty though. excited, though. Yeah, but... What you gonna do? I think it's... Most women... If she would have said no, that would have been epic. How did you propose? Oh. Uh, we do a, um... We do a... It's not a... <laughs> <laughs> we do a dinner? Is a yearly thing? No, well, we, 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 me Nick and my Cannon? friends, we do a, like, oh, okay. uh... Um, <laughs> A Christmas gift exchange. Oh, okay. And so I put the ring in a box, and then we rigged it so then Tanya was the last one to pick. Well, what she a, got the ring. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, impressive. That's very romantic. And so I proposed in front what of about 30 to, of my friends. What if it went to your buddy Phil and he opened it? No, we had it. <laughs> Would you have had to marry him? No, we knew which one it was. We figured it out. Yeah, it was pretty good for me. It was marked ring. Okay, so did she love that in retrospect? She did, yeah. Because some people would say that's not, you know, that's not private. Yeah, she did. She liked it. I think she was really shocked because she would never have thought I would have done something. Had you picked out a ring, though? Was it, did you know you were hooking up? Uh, I'm trying to think. No, she didn't pick out the ring. No, I kind of did that on my, well, my mother-in-law's help. Hmm. She was involved. Bump? You know, actually, I proposed on Valentine's Day. And yours uh, mail mail order bride though, right? <laughs> yeah, from she, from from Thailand at a and, co- um, at college football game. Yeah, <laughs> after I scored the winning touchdown. What, <laughs> what? How did you do it? Valentine's Day? Yeah, so I a walking I had cliche. A little, I know, but I was down at a park that we had we had met actually by her house. Oh, that's that's sweet. And so I went. She was to walk down. Met or propose. the first time you had sex? Yeah, in the park. That's uh, I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> Same sex park. We all both no. within five minutes of each. Other. I know one thing about Baden; they have sex parks. This was in Kitchener, um, <laughs> but yes, Kitchener has sex parks. Uh, so she came; she was to come down. And I was going to propose to her. Her mom was sending her down. But friends of ours had gotten engaged like two days before, and I had had the ring for a long time. Right. So she was actually she actually considered saying no because she was pissed. That they 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 that they got engaged before she did because I'd been holding it for a while. Come, but in the end, she did it. She's pretty Yay. pretty competitive, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> those pretty, bastards she, are ruining she my came day. Down, I was going to say no to you. And <laughs> a stuff. 
I am mine also on Valentine's Day. Wow. See, it's not actually it's not cliche. No, I mean the the women love that, but yeah. And what happened? Uh, we're in Jamaica and uh, we're walking along the beach and we saw a nice gazebo, so we went in there and initially I got down on one knee and as I did my wife turned away and said, Oh look at that fish and like walked away and <laughs> You're just down there on your knees. Yeah. So I like screwed it over and then got the thing done. Well done. Look at that fish. That's what I remember from my engagement. You know, I just, I, I used um, Perry Solkowski for my engagement. Really? Um, because Perry Solkowski, uh, listeners in BC will know his name, a sportscaster. You might have seen him on TSN. Yes. And we worked together in Vancouver before I was hired by TSN. And it was the only name I could come up with. Our mind was fairly boring. We were at the Weston Hotel in Ottawa. And she thought we were driving to my cottage. We were, I think we were driving back from Montreal or something. We'd had a weekend. And I'd rented a room at the West. And, and I, uh, I went up. I said, uh, uh, what was I saying? I said, i got to stop at the West. And Perry Solkowski's in town. I haven't seen him in two years. I'm just going to go in and run in and say hi for like five minutes or something. Yeah. Something like that. I can't remember. So I run into the hotel. And I go into the room. And I light like 100 candles around the room. Nice. And which is... Could, Fire hazard. Could, I could have completely burnt the entire it's hotel down. And not like the little fake candles. They didn't even have those back then. These were like real-ass, big-ass candles wow. all over the room. Little rose petals on the bed. Very nice. I was the boss. And then I ran down, and I'm like, hey, uh, oh, Perry wants you to come in and see you. And she's like, no, let's just go. I want to go to the cottage. Like, she was in grumpy mood. Yeah. Like, no, we go, like, Perry, he wants to say hi. No, I'm not dressed up or anything. Just, no, let's get the hell out of here. Just come in for a minute. <laughs> Right, <laughs> he's waiting in his room. You're coming, <laughs> and then it was, I just did a standard on the knee from there, so it all went well. Very nice. Yes, and then we made love <laughs> after we got married. <laughs> <laughs> well saved. Your parents are like few. Oh boy, uh, let's get to the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. Lester's always with us, even when he's away. By the way, Lester sent us a uh, a message because he felt bad that he wasn't. He always to be does here. send messages does. whenever he's away. Yeah, the last one he was in, where was he? He was, he was in, down south and he was breaking down the the Habs. Habs. Yeah, he was in like Jamaica or something, yeah, or so. or Barbados, and the yeah. Habs. Just, he just sounded suicidal, <laughs> and it was very serious. We, we almost had to call the hotel. Can you check <laughs> in room two thirty two to make sure he's okay? So I think. Uh, I, I think, uh, by all indications from staff, Sirius Lester does make an appearance in his <laughs> his message to us once again. We'll share that with you a little bit later on. Okay, so update. We need, like, update music. Um, the Beast in My Ceiling. Oh, okay. Which you guys mocked me for relentlessly yes. last week. Not, not bumped because he was not here. Okay, first of all, I kind of told the story wrong. When I was listening to the podcast uh, for the sake of the Rod Smith recap, um... I, I, I misspoke a couple of times, so I think I confused you. I kept saying attic when I meant to say loft. So You have so many <laughs> yes. rooms. The, the, for the people who didn't listen last week, I had a Black Panther in my, um, in my ceiling. That fit in a so dime-sized hole. Listen, hold on. So we have our loft is a finished loft above the garage. Okay? Yes. So the hole that I was talking about was in the ceiling I never went up to the attic or any, there's no attic. There's just a, there's the ceiling, ceiling and, roof. and then, no, there's a ceiling and then there's room. Oh. And then there's the roof of the house. So the okay. hole that I was talking about 
was in the ceiling oh, okay. of the room. Oh, okay. Right? Like through the drywall, through the paint wow. in the ceiling of the room. That's what I was referring to. So um, I call. I'm going to give a plug. They sh- I wish they'd you know sponsor the podcast, but free plug because these guys were good. Um, Gates Wildlife Control. So Bobby had recommended me because he had to spend like 1700 bucks to get a raccoon out. So this guy named Tony comes out. Yep. Great guy, Tony. English guy. And just like a, like a freaking monkey jumps up on my roof and he's going all over the place. So what they do, they don't go into to f- try and find what it is. They go onto the roof to find the access point. And then okay. because when they find the access point, they know what it is, depending on the little scratch marks there or the chewing or whatever. So Tony jumps up on my roof and he says in two seconds, it's a red squirrel. A oh. giant red squirrel. They are known to be one the that terrified. Like you're a hero to have stayed in the house, is but he basically what he said. Okay, he, uh, he didn't say that. So red squirrel. So Tony Tony fixes what they do is they put a little door, one way door. So if the squirrel is in there, like, is it like a little squirrel door? <laughs> Does it have like a little handle? It's something for the Mother Goose Playhouse show. I, I don't know, but I guess the swinging was, door. <laughs> I don't know. I never went up. I want to. You didn't take the picture. Okay, of the door? so I did go up, and I'm watching him walk around my roof. Like he's unbelievable. Like it was nothing, right? Yeah. And I have a pretty tilted roof on several parts. So he's like, "Come on up if you want. Come on up and have a look." So I'm you have like, a very good accent. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible at accents. We know that. So I, I go up on the roof and because and, uh, I was telling, I was just chatting with Tony and I said, I need my uh, gutters clean, my eaves troughs. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you can do those yourself in about half an hour. Just come on up. What is that sound, Australian? I sounded like redneck there a little bit. A little bit a little <laughs> come on up now. <laughs> I'm going to do a different accent every, every time, time I do a line. Go on up on the roof. <laughs> come on now. So I go up on the roof and and I was like, he's you like, were jumping around. I'm no, sure. I was like crawling. I felt like I was gonna. I had vertigo, and so I was literally like Spider Manning up the side of the building, but I was on a flat roof. Yeah. And Tony's like, "Yeah, you can, you can't, you, you can't clean your eustros. <laughs> I'll do it for you." So he, he cleaned my eustros while he's up there. That's amazing. So I never saw the little door, but it's a one way door. The squirrel can go out, but he can't come back in. So the poor squirrels. Oh. And then I thought, what if they're baby squirrels? And he, the Probably. squirrel went out and he couldn't get back in. He's like pounding on the door going, my babies! <laughs> so I felt and a little bit of guilt. And then he'd probably go down and come in the front door and then he'd murder you all. <laughs> right. But Tony and I are chatting. So the, <laughs> this, the squirrel situation's taken care of. And uh, it wasn't a black panther or a coyote or a giant kangaroo. But I, I said to Tony, what's the, what's the craziest thing you've ever taken out of, uh, of something? And he goes, he goes, right? Now I'm Australian. <laughs> right. <laughs> says, 10 years ago, he's, uh, he gets this house in Markham, Markham, Ontario, just north of Toronto. And uh, so he comes in, and this woman has just moved into the house that week, and she says, there's something in my, in my ceiling. And so he goes up on the roof, and they can't find any access points. There's no holes. So he goes, I'm sorry, lady, it must be mice or something, because that's all it could be. Yeah. It must have snuck in somewhere. She's like, okay, and he goes, I'll get some, uh, I'll get some mice poison or whatever the hell are traps. He says, just as he's walking out, he hears this, yeah, <laughs> right, right up the, right up the roof. So he's like, holy. <laughs> so he climbs up into the attic, and he says, there's this big giant piece of insulation in the corner. So he goes over and he peels back the insulation, and staring at him is like a six foot iguana. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, holy 
Oh, my God, no. It's not mice. It's not mice. <laughs> it's still mice. So he somehow corrals this iguana, like puts one whoa, hand around whoa, This guy's whoa. a hero. Like that is. He yes, did. I am corralling nothing. Yeah, he no. got it. Like he got I'm it one hand around like the neck. Stanza. He was able to get it down. And he says, this lady, I got an iguana. And she's like, take it the hell away. So he calls his boss and he goes, what do we do with iguanas? And he goes, the boss is like, I don't know. You're going to, uh, we got nothing we can do with it. Yeah. Release it to the wild. So. He's got he's got to take it home. He calls his wife. He's like, "Yeah, honey, I got to bring home this, this six foot iguana." And she's like, "Danny, you're not bringing home an iguana to my house." <laughs> so you nailed her accent. Thank you. So he goes to uh, he go he finds an exotic pet shop. And okay. He goes and he goes. Could could you take this iguana for me? And the and the guy's like, "I give you five hundred dollars for it." I just made up that he was Indian. <laughs> now I'm just randomly throwing accents in there. So he gives him 500 bucks for the iguana. Well, that's pretty so Tony's good. like, whoa, this wasn't such a bad day after all. But Tony's such a good guy, he decides to go back to the house and says, no, I'm going to split the money. That's crazy Split the talk. money with the woman. Really? No. So he says he's got the money, the 500 in his hand, yeah. he want, and the woman answers the door. And uh, so it turns out, by sorry, by the way, I skipped a part, that the previous owners were owned exotic pets, oh, okay. and they must have lost this iguana and just How bailed. How do you lose a <laughs> they, they, I know. He just bailed the on the iguana and sold the house. So Tony goes back and he says, "I got hey, I got 500 bucks for the iguana. And he's about to say, I'm going to give you half. And before he can say, I can give you half, the woman says, thank you, takes the 500 and slams the door. No. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. And Tony's like, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> That's pretty, that would have been a fire at that house coming after. I would have banged on the he door was and the said, best. Uh, yeah. 250 So if you have a Black Panther stuck in your... Uh, well, in, I actually have a bit of an uh, animal issue at my house Oh, right you can now. call Gates uh, Wildlife Control. Yeah, it's in my green bin outside. Whoa. Now, my wife thought it was a raccoon. Okay. Did she see it or hear it? She opened the green bin, screamed, and slammed it shut. <laughs> And she said, "There's no." Is that those little? Like I have that little three foot green bin. No, no. This one's like it's probably the, the big size one, right? of. You're a city boy, so yeah. everything's yeah. bigger in the we, city. No, we just got new ones. Okay, so they're like the size of the normal garbage, garbage cans. cans. Are yeah. they are they round like the garbage cans with a garbage can type lid? Yes, so they have but the this lockable. One locks. Yeah, this can, one locks because to keep the coons. Of course, out. we didn't lock it. I guess, oh. and so an animal got in there. Now my wife thought it was a raccoon, but I took a look at it. It's a possum. How do you know the difference between a possum? And because a I googled possum. <laughs> I thought it was, I don't machine. know why I that thought Google it was possum. Machine is awesome. But my wife's like, "No, that's a raccoon." I said, "Raccoons do not have tails like that." Okay. Had is this this morning face. you checked it out? Uh, well, this morning I checked on it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Couple, so it's been a couple of days. So you so just I, locked it back in too? Yeah. <laughs> Brave man that you <laughs> yeah, are. I'm terrified. Why it's, didn't you just kick it over? And I, so it went uh, well, running. I kicked it. I did kick over somewhere the bin. Then dump it. I took I kicked the bin over, but then it didn't leave. It wouldn't leave. Right. Take you wanting to take the bin? Yeah. Where to his neighbors? I don't know, to <laughs> a dump, forest. Dumping on the front lawn. Or neighbors? <laughs> was it closed? Yeah. She slammed it closed. Yeah, right? yeah, it's closed. <laughs> but I was just gonna. <laughs> well, have where, you, just where do you want it? To, you want him to dump it in the river? Yeah, dump it in the. Oh, you have a forest by your place? You I can't public dump Bain. stuff. I, I live in the city. I don't there know what they do. Parks. Eden. What's his town again? Baden. What do they do in Baden? band. You're yeah. going to dump it in the park where you got yeah. engaged? Yes. Yes, yes I would. you go kill somebody? Because these things are it's like... It's awesome. Oh, no, they're like... Anybody. They got little angry mouths and they got they teeth in there. They actually habitate Okay, North so America. you check on it this morning and, and what's going on? 
It's in there. It's either sleeping or dead. <laughs> it's called a possum. You know why? There's a phrase <laughs> called playing possum. Damn it. That possum so, is not, I'm not dead. Sure. So my goal is tomorrow to put out the green bin and then have it taken away by them. Oh, I see. So so you probably killed this poor possum. Well, I think it would have just died from being... Why, why didn't you leave the roof open so I it did. just I gotten did. out on I its did, own? I did, but then it didn't leave. It feels like it's at home. Maybe you know, you possums don't. You know, possums don't like pumpkins. You should. Uh, you know. You know. I do have some pumpkins. <laughs> oh, we going to jump, dump the pumpkin. Well, in I got to get of rid it? of the pumpkins so I could maybe just put them in there to you hide should, them. Yeah, you should have hit them in one of the pumpkins. <laughs> I don't know or if that's her. legal or not. Um, the pumpkin. You know who you need. You need I Ra- think I need your you boy. Need Ra- you need Ryan Rashog. <laughs> <laughs> he would. What's his? Line? I told you to stay down. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. No, he's I'm yelling. gonna go back inside. He's trying to save the pumpkin, That's the uh, possum, the pumpkin. <laughs> uh, this has been James and Puffy's wildlife stories. I don't have any of them. Brought you by you, and you live in the bush too. You should know, have get... tons of them. Yeah. What's the town called again? Uh, Baden. Baden. Really, never heard of that before. Baden, I don't even, I don't even know that it's real. You wouldn't. I don't know where you. I don't know your. Aurora city. is kind of a prominent yeah, Aurora town. Aurora is pretty big. Yeah, that's all I. All I think about is. You should Frozen. just say you're from Kitchener or Sleeping Beauty. Sorry, right? We're ha- I'm no. hosting the Tangles? Aurora Hall of Fame tomorrow night. Are you in the Aurora we, Hall of does Fame? Does Baden have a Hall of Fame? The Aurora Sports Hall of Fame. No. Yeah, we got Brian Stemmel. I Karen w- Stemmel, really? Mike Kitchen, Mike Murphy from the NHL. <laughs> I thought you said you, my kitchen. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> my kitchen, I was, my kitchen suspectacular. How did your kitchen get into the Hall of Fame? That's amazing. <laughs> um, finger update. It looks different every time. Oh, I have not had a is good... Is that like a hair tie you got around or is some Velcro no, it's thing? No, like this is my new buddy Velcro system. It's oh fantastic. My it's but way is, better than the tape. Are any of these doctor approved? Okay, so they all look that Mickey Velcro Mouse thing is not doctor. Since I have seen you guys last, yes. I have been to three doctors, two surgeons, two different hospitals over this freaking pinky. In fairness, you started off going to shady people. Yeah. You didn't treat it properly, and look what's happened. Now I'm with the best. Are you? Yeah. Uh, first of all, the Jay's surgeon, Dr. Theo, I can never say it. The He sure knows how to injure arms. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Hey. <laughs> and uh, then he said, then I got sent to a hand surgeon, a specialized hand surgeon who was fantastic. Um, so the thing is, I guess I broke it in two spots. Ooh. And so now, like, I might have to have, like, a pin or something put in my peak. Is there any chance you lose the finger? I thought about I that. I think you should just take it off. I should pull a Bob Clark. <laughs> Do you ever hear the Bob Clark story? No. So Bob Clark is the toughest man of all time. Yeah. So he come, you know, he would used to, in the old days of NHL on TSN, would come in every, what, puffy, couple months? Yeah, maybe. like maybe like five times a season. Five times a season. So he comes in one day and his finger is just mangled. Like it's disgusting. He's got all these like pad, gauze pad wrapped around it and there's stuff oozing from it. And I can't remember what happened. It was a like a lawnmower accident. Yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah. So he goes, yeah, I messed up my finger in this lawnmower accident. That was that. So the next time we see Clark, he's about two months later, and the finger's gone. <laughs> no longer there. <laughs> well, I'm not the whole thing, but probably at the, at, the, at the second knuckle. Yeah, like it was not just a little That's nubby. That's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. yeah there wasn't so, much there. So, Clark, you, what happened with your finger? Ah, yeah, they were going to do... 
surgery and stuff on it, but they said it was going to take six months, so I was going to miss the golf season, so I t- told them just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it off. Yeah, he's tougher than me. Yeah, Clarky, him and Ronnie Lott can hang out and look at their four four fingered hands. So it's anyway. gonna be you, Jimmy. It's gonna be you. <laughs> That's, right. That's what, so. Anyway. If they I, said to you, do it. So just do it. You, we're gonna we're gonna season. give you surgery, but you'll never be able to swing a golf club again, or you can lose the digit and you can be fine to play golf. Would I would you, I would cut it off. You would cut off your finger. Yeah, I play golf is gonna be my thing for the rest of my days wow. once I retire from this. Silly broadcasting thing, or get fired inevitably. So when you're 96, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the CFL playoffs. Um, so anyway, I had to do uh, X-rays, uh, three different X-rays, because all these doctors want their own X-rays. Yeah. So three times I had to get my pinky X-ray. Oh hip, just getting <laughs> greased oh, there. Ding, just ding, ding, By the way, ding. there is no sadder place in the world in the fracture clinic of a hospital. Mm-hmm. You sit Well, I think there are sadder okay. places. Okay, I take that back. That, was that a- actually might be the happiest place <laughs> okay, in the hospital. Okay. That was a stretch. <laughs> the maternity ward's the happiest place. That's true. Well, okay. not... <laughs> Depends on what state. I live, a shel- I live a sheltered, happy life. This is one of the saddest places I've ever been to. Okay? <laughs> you are so first world problem. <laughs> well, there's this poor little old lady who's like 93 yeah. with a broken arm. And there's well, like fairness, a little, uh, broken little girl arm can take out leg. an 83-year-old lady. <laughs> and she's getting wheeled in by her son to the, and the poor x-ray technician and she's one of those, you know how elderly people sometimes talk too loud? She's like, yeah. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> I love old people. Poor guy. <laughs> so anyway, I go into this one and uh, first of all, I don't even know what you, what, what you can say that's appropriate anymore. But the x-ray technician is gorgeous. Oh, okay. Which is rare in healthcare, I find these days. But anyway, she is like stunning. Oh, she's she? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was six two, ripped. No, she is. She is just a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And I get. I'm still like. I still get rattled around really pretty girls. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's something that with you most, your whole life. I think most right? guys do. So I go in, and um, she says. Very, she's not even looking at me, basically, but she says, uh, I need you to take off your pants. <laughs> and so there was this five seconds of awkwardness. And I mean, she said it to me very professionally. I didn't, I wasn't under any illusions, but I just, I, I said, what? She says, you, you have to take off your pants. And I said, um, but it's my uh, pinky. <laughs> she stopped and she said, what? The guy, the person at the front desk had written down leg. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pee-pee. <laughs> they written down leg instead of figure. Oh, wow. And so she went beat, she went she beat red. <laughs> and I'm going to. Because I, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay. That's part of your pants were probably off at that point. <laughs> That's what she I was just going to say. Lose the pants. Okay. Everything is happening. <laughs> Be cool. Uh, it was penthouse for a moment. No, but uh, she was very professional. And we got my pinky x-rayed. And uh, now I'm probably going to die. And now I have to have surgery on my elbow, which is another story, which I won't even tell you guys about. Don't let the J surgeon do that one. <sighs> Keep him out of wow. that elbow. Wow. Yeah. Shot fired. Oh, deserved. Are you sure it's him? I have no idea. Oh, I forgot, but I, I, I forgot another part of that story. So I was still trying to, once we got the, over the pants thing. Yeah. She said, how'd you hurt yourself? I said, playing football. Yeah. Right? 
She said, oh, who do you play for? Look at that. Right? So, Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, so I was thinking. Who? So in my football league, my beer league, yep. there are the four teams are the Niners, okay. the Packers, the Dolphins and the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. So I thought about it for well, a second. Say, did this league start in like 82? Because <laughs> <laughs> we just have the green jerseys, the red jerseys, the white jerseys, yeah. and whatever, the blue jerseys. You did not just say the team. I, I go, I have the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think she was a football fan because she oh. didn't really react. Oh, great. But I didn't. Cool. I wasn't going to explain. She's probably telling all her friends. I met one <laughs> yeah, of the this Packers. I played for the Packers. This five. A white receiver, Jordy Nelson. Skinny old white guy. (laughs) I don't think I could fool anybody to be an NFL player. Uh, How about that Duchesne trade? I know, that was pretty good. You must have been excited for your pesky sense. Will you stop? You know I'm not a fan. We have this discussion all the time. I thought you were a sense fan. I cheer because my parents are fans Mm. of the team. That's why. Yeah. Yes. Got to give, give kudos to Dregs, by the way, who... He nailed that trade so hard. But not only that, but opening night, we were in Ottawa for their opener. Yeah. And Dregs went on the air and yeah. said that Kyle Turris was going to be traded. And no one had ever even mentioned that no. before. And people went nuts. Yeah, he took he a lot of heat. He got destroyed on Twitter. Pierre Dorian was <laughs> about to come do an interview with me. Yeah. And he's, Pierre Dorian is a very affable, good guy. Like one of the better general managers I've ever dealt with. Yeah. But he was not happy. He wasn't. The eh? Dregs, well, Dregs finishes that segment. Dorian's watching the segment because he's about to come on yeah. with me. And it's opening night. And he's, Dregs has just told people that one of their best players is going to be traded this <laughs> Best players. So, there was an exchange of words. Yeah, is up one, there, he was yeah. one, he was one of their top, good, top five best players. For sure. The good Senators' player. best players. Yeah. I'm not saying best in the league. But I, I uh, didn't think that he was he was <laughs> at all. He was he was bang on with that, and uh, I think it was a fascinating trade because I think all three teams. Turris seems really like well. a super guy, though. Well, I, I said this on Twitter the other night. So Jonathan Pitcher, who I talk about all the time, and we're still going to have on here. He had a little setback, so uh, as soon as he's out of hospital and, and and you know able to talk, we'll have him on the podcast. But all the senators were really good to Jonathan Pitcher, the butterfly child. But, you know, it's easy for a kid to show up and sign autographs and you talk to him for a second. And most players, that's it, right? Yeah. Turris started the relationship with him where he was emailing him every week and the kid would email back. So that that kid loved Turris more than any other yeah, player. Yeah, for and sure. He was actually kind of heartbroken about the trade. But uh, there's a lot of professional athletes that do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but Turris is one who does a ton. Yeah, he seems to, so, and he yeah. seems to have that kind of personal relationship with a lot of people. Good well, citizen, good, good for Nashville good, though. Yeah, Nashville. Get... yeah, everybody did well on it. You know, yeah. a lot of people thought Ottawa got fleeced. I, you can sit there and go. No, uh, Duchesne could be a really good player. Well, the other mm-hmm. thing is, the people get lost in the draft picks and all this stuff. Yeah. They go, oh, they gave up five pieces. Well, Hammond's nothing. They were getting rid of them. Yeah, third of third round money. draft picks or whatever. Could happen. First but... round picks. It. Yeah, I mean, if they lose Duchesne or lose uh, Carlson, which is another thing Drake says is going to happen on Carlson. Um, <laughs> well, that's two years from well, now, That's a year right? and a half from now. So yeah. you, you've bought a year and a half of a pretty decent chance. Did you say to Toronto? Is that what, is that what Drake's is saying? Carlson yeah. to Toronto? Yeah, in all likelihood to Toronto uh, in time for this playoff run. <laughs> Just keep on dreaming, will you? Um, well, we uh, should do a, I was going to, We usually we do our dream segment. Yes. Uh, which is sponsored by idrinkcoffee.com, our good friends there. But um, because my dream was a little messed up, I thought that uh, we would uh, do something differently this week. We do get accused sometimes of not talking enough about sports. So Puffy and I were in attendance at the same sporting event on the weekend. Puffy is a big TFC guy. Love the Reds. I'm a growing TFC guy. Yeah. 
Plus, from a professional broadcaster standpoint, I have to host the MLS Cup. Have they, to or they, get to? Get to. I mean, yeah. it's a thrill for me. I love doing it. Honestly, yeah. I do. Mm. Uh, Gloucester Hornets, midfielder, many years. Puffy, don't make me bring in tape of that. Check tape. Don't think that little X-ray tape. technician I mean, MLS, didn't want to hear about my soccer career, too. <laughs> if the MLS was around back then, you might have been able to go the professional route instead of having to go to college. You say that mockingly, States. but it's possible. Instead of going on my scholarship to Clemson? <laughs> yeah. Have I told that story on the podcast yet? I don't yet? think you have yet. But that, that is a doozy. Stoff, have I told the Clemson story? It's the best one ever. I, have I, your... I've never heard it on the podcast. All right, we'll digress. We'll, uh... <laughs> okay, so... I'm in um, Mexico. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it's Acapulco or Cancun. It's Acapulco. And I'm, I don't know, I'm just early in my broadcasting career. I was a news reporter or sports reporter in Ottawa. I'm probably, I think I'm 24 or something like that. And uh, <laughs> me and my buddy are on this trip and we're in a bar. And uh, this, uh, I'm talking to some girl and she says, oh, do you know that Mike Ricci's here? I go, Mike Ricci, the hockey player. I think at the time he played for the Quebec Nordiques. And so I said, Mike Ricci, the Quebec Nordiques? He goes, yeah, yeah, he's over there. I look over in the corner, and there's some dinky little guy who's about 5'7", <laughs> and he's surrounded by about eight girls. So I walk up to him. I said, hey, how's it going? He goes, hey, Mike Ricci, Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> and I go, that's really interesting, Mike, because I cover sports in Ottawa. I just interviewed you last week. And he goes, and he pulls, he grabs me. He goes, buddy, please don't say anything. This is the, be- <laughs> this is the best night of my life. <laughs> So me and my buddy were laughing about this, and uh, I don't know, we were talking about the whole fake identity thing that people do sometimes on vacation. So the night, we had a great night, we get in the cab, and uh, there's four other guys about our age, a little bit younger, jump in the cab with us. Can you want to split a cab back to the hotel? Yeah, no problem. Where, what's your hotel? What's your hotel? So I've ha- I'm a pretty oiled. <laughs> and so the guy's are like, hey, what do you do, man? And I look at my buddy kind of with a wry smile. And I'm trying to think on my feet. I go, I play soccer at Clemson. Now, Clemson was always your favorite school. I wanted to go to Clemson to play football. That was kind of my dream, which never happened. But Clemson was always my school. So I go, uh, yeah, I play, uh, I play soccer at Clemson. And they go, no f- way. We play at North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> of all the, the cabs. <laughs> which is right next to Clemson yes. in the same conference. <laughs> so... Oh, so, man. So, that would have been an awkward first so, meeting. We're in a cab. It's not a bar. I can't get out. So they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, James Duffy. And they're like, James Duffy. I'm like, actually, guys, I graduated. I just graduated. I just finished my five years at Clemson. And they're like, oh, hey, we would have played against you. But what do you, you obviously know uh, Jimmy Sullivan. And I'm like, ah, yeah. And they go, he was all pro for the last four years. You played with him. Clemson's best player ever. And I'm like, ah. How am I getting out of this? Ah. So I just finally go, hey, Cabby, could you just could you just pull over? I, I We just got out of the cab like a mile from our hotel uh, because I could not stand. Was your buddy just like, what the oh, was howling. <laughs> like you could could not have come up That's, with a, a oh, first of all, it's, it's guys. Yeah, dudes. Why would you lie to guys? <laughs> the end game wasn't very good. <laughs> so it was just the most pointless thing ever. 
And I got, <laughs> what are the odds that you come up with a, you, you say you're playing soccer at Clemson and they play at the school next door to Clemson? I mean, it would have been bad luck if they just were college soccer players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's bad Not luck that they the same went. conference. <laughs> same conference and rivals. Awesome. Oh, oh, man. That was the most humiliating moment of my life, perhaps. <laughs> so good. Anyway, sorry. We were trying to get awesome. to, so Puffy and I are at the game and Slavic Janicki. Who, who runs idrinkcoffee.com, the sponsor of our dream segment, uh, was also at the game. So we hooked up with Slavic and his daughter for a while, uh, took a shot on Instagram, uh, talked about some soccer. Uh, Puffy fell down the stairs. But we thought, instead of dreams this week, Slavic knows soccer like the back of yeah, our Yeah, it's head. very knowledgeable. And because we get accused of not doing enough sports, we thought we'd do a real soccer segment with our boy <laughs> Slavic. And here he is, our, uh, our sponsor, yep. Slash Soccer Expert, Slavic Janicki. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing just fine, thank you. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing great. It was fun to finally meet you. Um, well, I met you once before, Puffy. Met you at the game the other day and meet your lovely daughter. So you were were you a little nervous in that second half or what? <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly was. Um, I mean, it's just just a crazy game. I haven't seen anything like that in a really long time. Are you the type of fan that screams and yells and, and curses relentlessly at the refs or the opposing team? Are you... Well, I, I, I don't curse uh, because I go to most of the games with my with my son and daughter, so oh. I, I try not to. Good call. Um, but uh, actually, at that particular game, uh, one of my <laughs> friends was there with his son, and he was swearing like a sailor. It was, I had my daughter with me on the other side, and I think I tweeted this. She learned every swear word in nine different languages. And there was one guy behind who was actually English, not English, 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 just English, who was relentless. He was a serial killer. He was like, I don't like to swear unless we're quoting in swears, but the entire game he was, Lines, but I'm going to kill you! I'm going to kill you! Bradley, kill him! Put your head through his skull, Bradley! Fucking kill him! That was the entire game. In fairness, the referees didn't do a great job <laughs> okay. at managing the emotions. Was, do you it think, really bad. how much was, are the officials to blame, and how much do you think TFC losing composures to blame? Well, I think that the Red Bulls uh, were executing a, a game plan. You know, it, it was entirely by design. They were trying to throw TFC off of their game, and, and it worked. I mean, um, Altador has been the subject of a lot of fan abuse lately. Um, so even, even to the point where Greg Vanny was complaining to the league that some fans, some fans had gone too far uh, in, the, um, in the away leg in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, he is a professional. He's got to keep his cool. And uh, Javenko as well. I mean, Javenko uh, got fouled hard so many times that uh, you know, he was throwing up, up his arms. But those hysterics, I mean, he's, he's, he's got to remember that you know, the, the team needs him uh, right. uh, uh, the next game. So. Yeah, that second yellow was just... I mean, sorry, he had the other yellow before, yeah. but the yellow in that game was just stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, it was selfish play. Knowing the circumstances. But when the referee was that bad and missing so many calls, you can understand how they would lose their Okay, cool. here's my here's my take. You guys are diehard fans who go to every single game, and I, I go to maybe four games a year and try to keep my professional distance as a broadcaster. For sure. I, th- I, I agree with you the refing was not good. 
But I can't. Well, it's just far from not good. Okay, okay. Atrocious. They scored two goals. Don't you question me, Slavic? <laughs> this is your first time on the show. Oh, wait a second. He's the sponsor. Slavic, you can and say whatever you want. Expert. Yes. <laughs> in order to be a sponsor, you have to be an expert in something. Um, so, but I thought, I, I could kind of feel it from like five or ten minutes in that Altidore was too wired and Javanko was too wired. And so they started, I thought that they were a little too theatrical on the calls that were not made or whatever. And then the fans started to get into it, and it just was this piling on, piling on, piling on, that you knew that every single call that didn't go their way, everybody freaked. And, you know, there were some of them where I'm like, okay. I thought there was a few questionable calls that went the other way, right? But it just became this tempest. It would have been cool to be underneath, though, where that that brawl <laughs> at halftime because there's fans right there, yeah, right? Yeah, there, there's I guess VIPs actually. Are... Yeah, the, the tunnel clubs. Have you ever been one, down one, there, Slavic? Uh, I've I've sat in that section before. I've never I've never been in the tunnel club per se. Those tickets uh, you had to get them first year. They've been sold out since like you get one or two uh, vacancies a year. And are those the uh, are those sort of the richy rich corporate guys? Not the not the same folks that you behind the net that'll be chanting and singing the whole game. Yes, because the, sitting there also gains you access to the uh, like to this uh, VIP uh, club uh, where you get like uh, catered meals and drinks oh. and stuff like that before the game. As right. Well. So nobody's probably going to fight the uh, no. the players from the Red Bulls down there. Yeah, too, they had too, a few of the guys in the supporters section back there. Well, now that's where you sit, right, Puffy? And that's where I, I was sitting there for my buddy Samir got. Uh, Brought me. He has the tickets right behind the net to the left side. Do you sing and chant the entire oh, yeah, game for sure. the whole time? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm bouncing around as much as I can. Now there was an incident with you at the game. Leaving the game. What happened? Uh, slippery stairs. Uh, <laughs> I wiped out. Fall, going down the stairs. There was only about 1,500 people within uh, eyesight of it. How I far did you hard. fall? I probably was backwards, about, like the old. No, forwards. But like, I went down about six, seven steps. Injured badly. It hurt. I walked it off like it didn't hurt, but it hurt pretty bad. Okay, so how much the slippery stairs and how much the uh, well five, oiled five puff- tall boys and two king cans? Uh, I would I <laughs> would say ninety five percent rain. What did you say, Slavic? It was raining pretty bad. Yeah, it was slippery out there. Yeah, but you're very dangerous. You haven't been out with Puffy because Puffy and I were trying to figure out if we sued on his behalf, Bemo Field. Yeah. Uh, how many drinks would negate the lawsuit? Probably. I right? think I once I got to the king cans. I think I was <laughs> it was, in dire it was all over. Okay, Slavic, give us the rundown on Columbus. Uh, without now, there's possibility by the time people are listening to this, there may be a decision on Altador. I suppose there's a chance this, yeah, the red could, gets revoked, get, but yeah. probably not. Right. So probably not. without Javanko, without Altador, uh, what do you make of the final Eastern final? Uh, well. Uh, Toronto already beat Columbus 5 nothing this year without both Javenko and Altidore. Altidore was actually suspended that game, and uh, Javenko was, was injured. Uh, so uh, I, I don't see Columbus having anything on, on the Reds, and I say that in the most unbiased way. Um, I thought that Columbus and New York were the two weakest teams. in New York FC, not New York Red Bulls. New York FC, uh, that, that series there was just uh, riddled with mistakes. And uh, I think even even without Altador, with uh, Toss up front till St. Ricketts and um, and Vasquez, I, I, I think they got it. But I, I really, uh, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. He's pretty solid, isn't he? You think yeah, Cr- very good. Christian Jack. Oh, he's nervous now. Yeah, you know, I I think we could get you on the panel. Might cost, you know, it might be a ten-year sponsorship <laughs> with eight more zeros. <laughs> No, listen, buddy, I'm glad to have you on. We'll check in with you again maybe, I don't know, when we're doing a podcast either after the final 
I mean the Eastern final yeah. or maybe between legs of the final to get your take after the first game. Sure. I'll be hosting, by the way, um, the second leg. Are you one of those guys that when I show up on TV, you're like, what the hell is this hockey guy doing hosting soccer? You can be honest about this, okay? Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm usually at the game, so I don't watch okay. them on TV unless it's an away game. Okay. And I haven't seen you on any of the away games. Well, I've only done actually one. I did the final last year. That's it. <laughs> and, I, and I was at the final. I tend to only I show up for the big one, Slavic, all right? <laughs> but uh, if you're talking to your footy friends, if you're at the pub and you're having, you know, all the footy guys, you know, just, just stick up for me, okay? Hey, give them a break. Played Gloucester Hornets several years. Was a very strong left mid. Really? In my day. And uh, iDrinkCoffee.com have sales spiked uh, like six or five hundred percent since we came on board? Yes, that's something along those lines. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, no, it, 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 it's been fantastic for sure. I remind everyone again, we, we are giving away that great uh, uh, espresso machine uh, this Friday. Uh, which oh, it's this the, Friday. Okay, that's right. The, well, the draw will the uh, sweepstakes closes on the tenth, and the draw will be on the twelfth. Um, so, so it's really cool. It's a limited edition machine uh, uh, with with uh, Canadian writer Heshidal, who won it in two thousand twelve, uh, engraved on it, which is which is really cool. I thought he should have won Athlete of the Year that year. Uh, but it was won by uh, Christine Sinclair, which which is not too bad either because she's fantastic too. Right. No, that's all fair. And and by the way, uh, you don't have to buy anything. You just go onto the website, right? IDrinkCoffee.com and uh, put in your email and so on and so forth, and you can register for that draw, correct? Exactly. Just your name and email address, and you do have to be on our mailing list at the time of the draw, or if not, it's part of the terms and conditions, uh, if uh, you'd hate to win and then uh, be disqualified. Okay. For sure. Well, you know what? I actually didn't have a good dream this week, so I, I'll just make this our IDrinkCoffee.com segment. That's it. That's my right? move. We'll yeah. be... It's I a, was actually listening to last to the last episode just the other day, and I wanted to mention one more thing, James, about the the espresso pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. I, I I heard that. I didn't want to bring it up when we saw each other, <laughs> right. but uh, but hearing that hurts my ears. Yes. Uh, when I when yeah, I hear puffy. That. A bunch of puffy's friends had the same. I, I feel a little bit embarrassed by that, and uh, I think it's we we, we know each other well enough now that you can slam me. Okay, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just whenever I say something, uh, but. Uh, IDrinkCoffee.com. See, look, I'm going to do a read for you, and you just tell me if I need anything corrected, okay? The specialty, the place for specialty coffee in Canada, the largest selection of equipment, and our coffee is freshly roasted in Milton, Ontario. They offer specialty coffee drinks to all Canadians, coffees from every major growing region in the world. How's awesome. that? Sounds great. Okay, buddy, thanks for talking to us, and we'll check in with you again. I appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. Take care. Bye. That's our boy Slavic. He's, you know, pretty decent analyst there, Puffy. He was very strong. Maybe we should break him down. You get him again on, on the panel, for sure. Christian Jack, watch your back. Yeah, exactly. You should that rhymes? That's why I said it. It's impressive. <laughs> You're very observant, bump. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, time for our other sponsored segment, ladies and gentlemen. It is fandom. The old fandom sports app. I got to give uh, some love to Nick, who's the guy who sometimes comes up with questions for us, and he basically runs the content part of the fandom sports app. And you know how every week I've been saying this this tag paragraph, right? And on, on this podcast, we don't want to do the typical ad boring things like you see on every single podcast. So uh, Nick wrote me wrote me some some fresh ads. So I have like about six of them, but uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know which one to choose. They're all so good, but uh, here we go. The ancient Greeks used to compete nude. We dig that. 
The Fandom Sports app allows you to compete whenever, wherever, and in whatever state of dress you choose. Vote and comment on fan fights or post your own. Win coins, trade them for swag. Now available on the Apple Store and coming soon to Android. So I've got another one that says, El Salvador and Honduras fought a war over soccer. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way his ads start. I'll, I'll read a different one every week from Nick. Our fandom question from last week was about Justin Timberlake and oh, yeah. should he be the performer in the halftime show. Once again, a ton of fantastic responses. I'll read a few of them for you now. Uh, JT is for the ladies. A better halftime show would be James Duffy and the Rubber Boots guy doing a duet. That I would watch, Eric Habs. Eric got 12 likes, by the way. Oh, which that yeah, seems very popular. Now, I, you know, we've always sort of fudged. A lot of people have yeah. been downvoting yeah. on the app. They want to win, so they vote for other people. Should I send Eric uh, a book just because he got the most likes? I think so, yeah. That's, that's okay. a win. All right. How many of those likes were you and the Rubber Boots guy? <laughs> I don't like any of the things. I'm a, that's not very nice of you. No, I mean, I like them all, but I don't did like you, them. Did you like any? I don't like no, like them. I did not. <laughs> this is a ridiculous conversation. <laughs> Here's another one. Must what have not been able to book Elton Ron Bonhomie. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the That's way, was, the that was Tessa Bonham's nickname. Elton uh, Ron, Bon Homie, Hall bon and Ass, Gravedigger, Grove Street, <laughs> Graveyard, <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. That was organized chaos. Uh, uh, if JT round one is Nipplegate, then round two almost certainly is going to provide fans with a dick in the box. Very good. <laughs> Camper 23. Uh, JT brings out Jimmy Fallon, busts out the history of rap, reminding what could have been for Duffy. <laughs> Hashtag Ice Ice Rod Baby. <laughs> Louis Thibault. That's by halftime, Duffy will be 44 Mick Ultras in and will probably rush the stage and get tackled by security. Not wrong. Not true. M.D. Wheaton. As an alternative option just for the pod, they should hire Grooveyard, but have the stage just in a trailer attached to the Grave Digger Monster Truck. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just a play on all the yeah. damn things we yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, I know what it is. M.D. Wheaton's a funny guy. Sense. I think it's a solid pick, but he should have to wear nipple pasties. Oh. Just in case. <laughs> Blake Lynch. JT singing at the Super Bowl. Maybe enough for Donald Trump to take a knee during halftime. Boom. Big Brad's dad. By the way, the two people who won last week never wrote me on Twitter. Really? So if you guys actually want <laughs> Can I have their to book? collect your books, I know it wasn't an NHL jersey last week. Uh, Puffy, let's go with, uh, I like the guy who had the Bonhomie. Bonhomie. Elton Ron, Gravedigger, yeah. Grove Street one. Uh, yeah. That was Organized Chaos. That was good. Which is not the same as Organized Rhyme. Uh, one of my yeah, favorite. Check the, the O-R. You like it so far? I laid more chicks than Mother Goose. <laughs> I, love I always love that line. Tom Green, before he was Tom Green. That guy dissed me at the Olympics once. Did I was he? very angry. Oh, he was doing stuff for NBC. And we're I, both O-Town guys. We were real close O-Town. Like Tom Green, like the comedian? We, we hung like, with the, like the same people. Really? And he was from Orleans. I was from Blackburn Hamlet right next door to each other. I didn't it's, know him, per se. A couple of hard towns there. <laughs> You know, we're rappers, you know, Orleans, black. Well, you don't know. It was a tough one, man. We had to cross lines out, out of our county to go to a Dairy Queen. Sometimes the Dick, sometimes the Dickie D got robbed. I Robin Hood. I was a badass. Once I took one of those, what are the funnel ones with all the different colors? Let's see, uh... The, the the big the uh, rocket, popsicle. The yeah, oh. I once stole a rocket and ran. Look <laughs> I'm at not you. Gonna lie. Ran into the green belt. You know what the green belt is? I wouldn't want to know. A forest. I don't want to know. <laughs> <It's> a forest <laughs> where people dump their garbage. There's in their apparently dead not in Toronto. 
that you could dump possums. <laughs> dump your dead possums, or are they dead? <laughs> Um, so we're going to give organized rhyme, I mean, organized chaos one. <laughs> and Puffy, what did you like the one about the uh, dick in a box, right? Yeah, I like was, dick in a box. It's that my was a dick good one. in a box. Ooh. That was my favorite of That's all the ones probably, they did. Was that Lonely Island or was no, that, that just was, JT? That was, that was JT, JT and, uh, and Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. That's, Although, that's the original, though, oh, right? Yeah, Mother Lovers, too. Mother was Lovers, pretty good. <laughs> we got a lot of the high school kids that's to listen to what, us. That's kind of what started the Look uh, up Dick in yeah, a Box, if you Island. don't know. Mother yeah. Lovers? Mother no, Lover. no, Dick in a Box. Dick in a Box, yeah. Andy but Mother Sandberg. Lovers. Those, those things are just brilliant. The best so, one was the Michael Bolton one. Oh, yeah, the 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 uh, that was a Lonely Island one with yeah. uh, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Oh, that one. <laughs> We used to just listen to that over and over. <laughs> um, so our, uh, let's see. We're, we're going to give one to Eric Habs because he got the most likes. We're going to give one to Organized Chaos, and we're going to give one to Camper 23. I'm giving out books left, right, and center this week. You so you need to write me on Twitter or write the Rubber Boots account on Twitter, and uh, we'll DM you and we'll get your address and we'll send you some books, okay? Thank you to everybody else who, uh, who wrote in. This week's fandom question is, you know, with Lester not here, Lester yeah. about three weeks ago sent me, texted me a fandom question, and then we never used it okay. because just because I like to give Lester the gears constantly. Yeah. And so I thought because Lester's not here, we'd use his question. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this awesome answer, too. <laughs> so the Lester's question was pretty simple. Boxing movies or baseball movies? You have to choose one or the two. Look, it's not the craziest question ever, but I think yeah. it opens the door to some really creative oh, for sure. answers. For sure. Because you can get into a lot of stuff with, uh, with baseball movies and boxing movies. Now, Nick, who uh, puts the questions up on fandom for us, I think he worded it slightly differently. He said, which do you watch in secret so no one sees you cry? Baseball movies or boxing movies? Well, oh, okay. Another way of saying which one do you like better? Boxing movies, baseball movies. Are you a Field of Dreams guy, a Rocky guy, a Raging Bull guy, a Bull Durham guy? Um, that's what you can wage in on them. Or gal. Oh, yeah. Of course. So, uh, I would do baseball movies. Why is that? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're talking about crying or something, yeah. definitely like Field of Dreams. or The Sandlot's one of my favorite movies of all time. I cry at the end of Field of Dreams every time. Yeah, the catch does get you. Two movies that make me cry every time, Field of Dreams and My Dog Skip. No, I, My dog. I don't know that one. No, I'm not sure. Harry Connick Jr. doing the voiceover. I got a telegram <laughs> from my parents. Did you cry in laughter? Skip died. <laughs> That's emotional. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How Little old Frankie was Skip? Nunez? How old was Skip? He was like 15. <laughs> That's pretty good for a dog. Oh, look, you've never loved dogs the way I, I have do. a dog. I had a Jack Russell Terrier when Frankie Munoz in My Dog Skip came out. And Frankie Munoz, at one point in that movie, kicks Skip. And oh. I've never been angrier with him. But then he feels bad. Then Skip. I saw a thing where he doesn't remember being on Malcolm in the Middle. Really? <laughs> he was that. Drugs? Yeah, drugs or alcohol really? or something. On Malcolm yeah. on the Middle? That yeah. thing was People like said seven, I, didn't they have like seven seasons? The thing I remember most about that kid is he had Clippers season tickets. People say I look like yeah, Dewey. Was cool. did, that's right, Frankie like Munoz. He looked do like I look, such a punk. Do I look like Dewey, the littlest brother on Malcolm in the Middle? No. He used to get that. Little bit. Dewey? Little bit. That's like, he was like a seven-year-old child. Dewey. I know. No, but an older Dewey. The girl in the, uh, the old, uh, remember the lady in the cafe? I don't know if she's still there since we've revamped the yeah. cafe and made it like some modern cafe. Fancy. 
Same food, though. I know, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't let the bosses hear this. Yeah. They spent like $100,000 on that thing. It's not even it open. Looks great. Not even open when we're in there for hockey. No. It's a joke. Yeah, joke. Um, anyway, there was a, a lady who used to work in there. Yep. And every time I walked in, hey, Dewey! <laughs> I know exactly. You know, and you try to about. you try to walk in, try to have an air about you, like you have some sort of professional broadcaster at the network thing. And there's caps full of like sixty people having their lunch. Hey, Dewey! <laughs> handsome though. Yeah, I know. Known for being. I get handsome. all. I get all the great comparisons. Who's the most handsome man that you're compared to? Uh, Is it Ben Stiller? Really? Um, no. I mean, my, the old makeup artist I told you about, Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, my God. Akiko. Akiko. You would look like Kevin Costner. That is not true. She would say those two things to me, and then she'd want me to put eyebrows because my eyebrows aren't thick enough. She'd say, eyebrows make the man. <laughs> Akiko. <laughs> she loved me. She thought I was very handsome. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the most I, I get. I mean, I get Seth Meyers, Ben Stiller. Kind of off. Seth Meyers is a good one. Probably the most offensive one I get occasionally on Twitter is um, that I look like a groundhog. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty harsh. A possum. <laughs> Those aren't pretty creatures, and they'll kill you. They'll, they'll kill right. you in your sleep. And you can't dump them in. For can't us. trust them. Uh, hey, Bumps, you got an answer for the fandom yeah. question? Yeah. Field of Dreams, whenever it's on, I watch it. Yeah, it's one. I of, can't not. Field of Dreams. I haven't seen it in a while. Shawshank. Yep, Shawshank. Yeah. My Dog Skip. No. All those movies you can't no. turn not off. My dog Skip. I've no. never seen. You that cannot one, turn off My Dog Skip once you once pitch you. Perfect. Have you seen? Have you pitch seen perfect. The Sandlot? I can't turn off Pitch the Perfect. The Sandlot's outstanding. Is that Keanu? No, the Keanu? it's the one with the little kids that uh, they're uh, go the baseball diamond and the big dog, and you'd love it. It's got a big dog in it. Baseball or boxing? So are we going to be in or watching? Watching. I don't think it was ever mentioned that you were going to be in the film. Stop. <laughs> Have you been paying attention at all to the podcast? Perhaps that's what I secretly wanted. Uh, well, you can change it. You know, there's no rules here. If you want to be in one, sure. I, I'll go boxing just for the training montages. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. Rocky, the Rocky was the Rocky one in yeah. Russia is a great training it montage. Is. He's got the logs <laughs> yeah. over his head. He's got the logs, and then they the go to snow, the they go snow. to Drago's. Got all the technology. The funny thing is, when when that was Rocky Four, right? Four, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I laughed out loud at the theater, but now you watch it and it's, it's the most hilarious. ridiculous it's thing ever. No, I jump ever. up and I start if doing push Yous could change. Yous <laughs> could change. If he dies. Yeah. You know, you know dies. Uh, Dennis Barham's cousin is one of the Russian soldiers. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. Did they, where, where did they shoot that? In I don't know, Toronto maybe, or somewhere? Maybe Croatia. Oh, yeah. Dennis know, is, but, yeah but he... Uh, yeah, he said his cousin's... Really? Like, and he got like a tight shot of him. He's like one of the ones who changes because of Rocky. Wow. It's a tough... <laughs> <laughs> Did he really change? Yeah, that would have happened too. Ah, that is oh man. I go just because you got to throw Bull Durham in there, which is fantastic. Baseball movies are great. Yeah. Did you like the Costner one where he has the perfect game? Yeah, that's really yeah. Good I liked how they either. did it. I liked yeah. the imagery stuff. That what about Angels in the Outfield? Awesome. No. What about the, the rookie? The rookie. What <laughs> <laughs> is Angels in the Outfield? Is that Tony Dancer? What about the one with Major Tony Dancer? Right. What about Major the, awesome. Wesley Snipes and De Niro when one of them oh, is the like fan. a killer? Is that yeah, the fan? Yeah, yeah De Niro's a killer. <laughs> the Natural? Not bad in this. Major I, League I is find on the, the Natural day, to be a little it. overrated. Yeah, but it was it was it's okay. One, it's one of the classic. God, good Eight boxing movies though. There's been a lot of crappy boxing movies though. Yeah. Eight Men Out. Yeah. What was the latest boxing movie? Was a Jake Gyllenhaal, that Jake one? Jake Gyllenhaal. I like that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. The Fighter, right? Something like that. Kind of cliche, but not bad. Yeah, but it was good, pretty yeah. Good. He's a good actor. He does so many... That yeah. guy's like in like Jake nine Gyllenhaal? movies a year, yeah. 
Yeah. You ever like see Donald that? You ever Sutherland. see that Denny Villeneuve weird one where he like turns into a spider at the end? No, that's not, I watched it on a plane. Have I know that I don't think any of us are into the heavy drugs, but we yeah. should do it before you watch it. Really, I don't know. It's one of those ones on a plane. I think it was, I think it was one? I think it was Denis Villeneuve. No, no, he plays like two parts. He plays himself and another guy who's also himself, or we don't know. And there, then he's the car accident. One dies, and the other one, and then he turns into a spider at the end. I don't. Know. I can't explain it. Spoiler alert. Not the fly. The spoiler alert. It's not <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in the fly. Goldblum. And, and the spoiler, Have you guys seen? The, you guys seen the internship? Yeah, that's good. I like that movie. That part. That's the, a boxing movie. I, I guarantee you, it has to go back to Goldblum. Well, was yours a boxing movie? Yours wasn't a boxing movie. You can't, don't even know the name. All of a sudden, the guy turns into a spider at the end. Credits. <laughs> and then he says, "Spoiler alert!" After spoiling the movie. Next week. That first. Next week, I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna find. Uh, uh, I'm going to find the name of that movie, and I'm going to bring it into you. Perfect. Maybe Stoff will find a clip that will already have played yeah. now on the podcast. We feel like we're about two hours so into this thing. So it's Denny Villeneuve. <laughs> and we've it's really Denny Villeneuve, this. and he changed into a spider at the end. I'm not sure that it's Denny Villeneuve. I think it's a French-Canadian director, but isn't doesn't he do all the French all the yeah. films? Denny Villeneuve's got a big movie coming out, or he just had one. <laughs> isn't that the guy that does all the okay, voices? we got to move I on. I think Marvel. He does Marvel, right? Does he? Might. Yeah, Danny Villeneuve. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's the guy that does all the voices. No, you know how you he's said your, your buddies get really annoyed when we <laughs> yeah. don't know things. Yeah, this, true. Like people are going to be screaming. I'm just yeah. They to, haven't yeah. turned us off. They're going to be screaming. I'm yeah. trying to. Egg My people buddy on. said he wants his law firm wants to do a segment where it does all their corrections <laughs> on no, the show. That's right. Yeah. Well, isn't that kind of like stealing Jay and Nance? You blew it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Right. Mm. So that's the fandom segment brought to you by Fandom. El Salvador and Honduras fought a war over a soccer game in 1969. The Fandom Sports app is doing its part for world peace by allowing you to channel that rage. There you go. Uh, download the app if you haven't, please. The app, they updated it. It's really cool. And the Android is coming soon. But for you, if you have the iPhones and stuff, they just did an update about three days ago. And uh, it's, it's neat. Time for Puffy's Hypotheticals. Puffy's Hypotheticals. Who really gives a crap? All the ladies want to hear is the Rod Smith recap. Blah, 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 blah. Roddy is the best. The best. <laughs> so, uh, I can grant you one of these things. All right. Okay, so you pick one of the following. You can travel in back in time, or I guess forward in time, uh, as many times as you want. Breathe underwater. I can give you a hundred million dollars or eternal youth, but you can still die. Like, I mean, it's not like, but you never would age. So but one you of those still four. die? You could. I mean, it's not like, I mean, if you get hit by a truck, you're going to be dead. But I mean, you have, you'll look, you'll always stay young. What about disease though? Yeah. Disease. You can get disease. Well, you can't sure. get disease. Well, if I'm eternally young, I'm not going to get cancer. Young people get disease make sense. It's all the time. It's a stupid question. That's it's a, not a stupid question. Could I not Actually, buy this came all from three uh, of these things with $100 million? This question came from one you of our. You can't buy eternal youth with $100 million. How do you know? You can't. Prove it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, what was the other one? Breathing underwater? Breathing underwater. I, what, 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 you just so you're giving me a snorkel? <laughs> no. Like you can breathe. You're like for a hundred million dollars, I can buy eternal. a good snorkel. You're like you can, you can have a eternal fish. An eternal. Oh, so you're basically you're like aqua, a fish. You're Aquaman. You're Aquaman. Well, if I was Aquaman, I'd, I'd want. Yeah, I'd want to be able to swim fast too. Give me more than just breathing underwater. Aquaman. Able, it was well, an underrated why you need to, If you can breathe underwater, you don't have to go. Fast. Vinny Chase was in Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not a worst hero out there than Aquaman? 
I think I mean, what, sure do you, what does is. he do? How does he able I think to be fly? worse? Remember, he was able to fly. That'll be cartoons. worse. It would be worse. A worse hero. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not great at grammar. <laughs> <laughs> do you like espresso? <laughs> this <laughs> this question is getting off the rails. Let's reel it back. Oh, sorry. So, okay, breathing underwater. Breathing mm-hmm. underwater. Travel in time. A hundred million. A hundred million dollars or eternal youth. Um, eternal youth, any day. Yeah, okay. but you really. Yeah, but you, you could still you could still die. So I'm not going to die. I'm going to be careful. Yeah, I mean you still you stay young. Is my finger going to be busted the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> could he heal? For like a thousand years. Could his finger heal better. <laughs> okay, what about the people around you? I need some rules here. Are my kids growing old around me while I stay young? Yes. So then I just so have more. Technically, you're not staying <laughs> young though, right? Yeah. So when they all pass, then you get a second family time. Okay, but you have to, you'd have to you stay with your wife, watch her grow old. And then she passes, and then you get another wife. Yeah, until it's uncomfortable, the age difference yeah, well, between that's the two, I mean. and then she'd probably ask you to leave, and you'd have to move on. But that discomfort would happen. Like, if if what would be the age that we'd pick here? Twenty? What would you pick as your eternal young age? Thirty? I think in my thirties. Yeah, I would say like yeah, thirty-five be, or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be like a. I wouldn't be like no. eighteen. Yeah, you'd have to make a rule with the wife that when she hits forty-five, <laughs> Gandhi, <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> no, that's not fair. Uh, that's all you see, there's a lot of things. If your kids are growing old, that would just be weird. Like, imagine how sad you would be mm-hmm. to have to watch your kids pass before or something like that before you. So I have to rethink that. Still going to look good. But a hundred million now, it's, it's kind of a little, million. little late for me. But you mean hundred million, <laughs> you could die next week. Like there's no, you're just getting a lot of money. There's no guarantee. Yeah, okay, let's go breathe underwater. I'm just going to swim. That's <laughs> <laughs> you'll never die. It's kind of what, no, <laughs> you could get eaten by a shark. O-Dog fed you this question, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, this came from an avid listener. Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> Um, the, the breathing underwater sounds like kind of like out of place with the other three. It sounds also like, the like, biggest waste. Yeah, well, I <laughs> like, think it's a waste. I Who can cares? breathe underwater. Woohoo! That's like a party novelty. <laughs> so you go in the back in the pool, and everybody's like, "Woo, Jimmy's got a cool trick. He's been down there seven minutes, and that's it." <laughs> that impress anybody? Somebody shoot him. He's an alien. <laughs> what are you? What are you taking? Uh, I don't really give it too much thought, but I think I'd do time travel. Yeah, well, that's mm. that's definitely you could make the hundred million quickly in Vegas, but you could die in time travel. You go back to the dinosaurs like you, you know, how does it happen? You pop out <laughs> and then there's a, like a velociraptor right in <laughs> no, front of you and you're dead see. within four seconds. There's that's risk true. with everything. There is risk. Yeah. Like what? I take the cash. Cash is king, man. Hundred mil? Hundred mil. Hundred mil. That's cash money. Cash is king. Stuff. I'm taking the money as well. I'm going eternal youth. I'm going to, it's rot with issues, but mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with it. At time travel, I'm going back like a year and a half. Chicago Cubs, World Series champs, 2017. What, are you going to go to the game? What? No, I'm just going to put a lot of money on it. Oh, so you could make your, that's true, you could make your 100 million with time travel. Yeah. Right? You can make a lot more than but 100 million. what if million. you miss it? First oh, off, wait, wait. first you got off. the dates. Yeah, you got the dates off. First off, it was I thought they were the twenty sixteen. Wasn't it twenty sixteen? Yeah, that's right. The Cubs actually did win the twenty sixteen champs. Yeah, you idiots. Yeah. We are in twenty seventeen currently. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you would not so do well in time Maybe you should stay. I just went it. in the hole a hundred million. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and bet two hundred million now. Why, hey, tell you what. Why don't you start conservatively? Go yeah. back to the weekend and don't fall down the stairs. <laughs> All right. Just I think start, I suffered a concussion. Start with the little things. But at time travel, too, Damn you, could, you could go forward a thousand years when they discovered eternal youth and breathing underwater. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come I, back with it all. I could buy all that with a hundred million. All I needed with gills. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Every time Bump comes in the podcast, it just goes sideways. I 
feel like we're going to get canceled. Yeah. Does this mean I'm going to be in every week? <laughs> no, we enjoy you. You're funny. Thank you. Uh, Lester, as we said, was, uh, was away um, this week with Elton Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact he's currently holed up in some hotel in North Bay or motel in North Bay. Right. Getting ready to go to his gig. Does he does he only tour does he tune, tour with the Bone Scrapers or just Elton No, the Grave Diggers I'm pretty sure tour too. They do tour? I think so, yeah. What about the Lester McLean band? I think they do That's the other I one, think right? they do weddings and Lester McLean uh, band does the wedding functions. Um the Boogerhead, Boogerhead Ma- Rhythm. The Bone Crushers does does like local stuff and then Booger Elton Run. And then and then uh, Fatboy Slim is producer. What does he do? <laughs> Wonder Boy. Wonder Fat Boy. Boy yeah, Boy Wonder. Oh, we, ne- we never got to ask him how Ray Ferraro's brother did as a drummer. Maybe he's touring with him right now. Well, anyway, Lester sent sent us a message. So uh, let's before we wrap up the pod, uh, let's hear from Lester. Hey guys, James, Puffy, Stoff, Rod Smith, Baby, Lester McLean Company from North Bay, Ontario, on tour with Elton Ron. Therefore, I will not be there to uh, to take part of the podcast this week, but I wanted to uh, mention something uh, from last time, and uh, I'm doing this in an effort to try to maybe not be the butt of some jokes, but I think uh, uh, it's safe to say that I had a little bit of a Chandler moment with Tessa Bonhomme last week, um, last time rather. Um, I had done this, we just started the interview with her and uh, I played the song, I guess played the song that I did for her and she said she never heard her name pronounced correctly so many times and from then I kind of had a Chandler moment. I've never heard someone pronounce my name properly so many times. Well, uh, what, how, what do people say? Yeah, so anyway, um, that happened, uh, I kind of was, but um, uh, it was very cool. So I guess he I said, understand. I didn't understand, but he said, I guess he kind of fumbled. I think what he was basically saying, he was nervous, like, uh, like, like we all are in yeah. front of uh, Tessa Banam, big yeah, star, big beautiful, star. beautiful girl. And so he, 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 he just went, which, which we didn't really hear, but God love Lester. He's just the nicest guy in the world. I love that man. And he'll be back next week. I hope when he's off tour with Elton Ron. Unless things really explode up there and it's bound to, they just keep going. At some point it's going to happen. We're going to lose him. Elton Ron, I think. Cherish him while he's here. Elton Ron could really go with places. They're a good band, apparently. Yeah, but has a cover band ever become, like, big? (laughs) No. (laughs) There's always the first time. What was the role? The Rolling Stones one's pretty big. Uh, What are they called? Lips? Loose Lips or something? (laughs) You're making stuff (laughs) up. So they called called something. Big Fat Lips or something like that. Really? (laughs) We'll we'll have the answer for the next time. No, before you leave, could you Google Rolling Stones cover band? (laughs) Somebody. The Talking Lips? Big talking lips, lips, Rolling Stone. Pompous on there. This is some great podcasting. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what uh, is hot it? Hot rocks? No. Oh, that's what comes up. Hot rocks. Okay, maybe that's it. It's probably it's probably time to say goodbye. Yeah. Do I feel like we need to apologize for this podcast? Why? It's been great. They tend to go off the rails with hot the bumps rocks. here. You confirmed hot rocks. I've stared at you for the last hour and change wearing a Canadian Open <laughs> pity. Pity. It's a penny. <laughs> penny. Uh, thanks again to uh, Slavic for coming on to idrinkcoffee.com and to Fandom, our beloved sponsors. Thank you all for listening. Um, to all those who won the um, books, please send us your, your stuff. To all those who want to win this week, download the Fandom app. Go on and be creative with your baseball slash boxing arguments. Uh, Bump, it was a pleasure having you thanks on. Thanks for here. having me on. It's we fun. love you. We'll see you again next year. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Masters 2018. Right. When I'm yeah, going to make all my one. money from the future. Stoff, good luck putting this together and putting it on air. See everybody. Boots